episode 10 of Legal Review. Tonight's guest, Andrew Priya. Plus, we'll have a chat with Dr. Stracy Jenkins, MD. All that and more? Yeah, probably. Only on? Yep. Ouch! <laughs> wow, what a twist. <laughs> yeah, that's the new name of the podcast, based on the equipment we're using today. Uh, same equipment we normally use. You just does it, Have you been shocked before by it? Uh, I've been shocked by how good the quality of it is. All right, well, I guess uh, that counts. But I've been, never been physically shocked by my headphones before. Sure. Uh, and it, I gotta say, I thought you were pulling a prank on me for a little bit. Yeah, it's one of my big pranks. Pain. <laughs> gotcha. He put one of those hand buzzers in the ear things, so yeah. it's just like taped in there. I like to shove people in the cars. It's a prank. Into yeah. car, like into moving cars. That eh, doesn't matter. Or like into the back seat of cars while they're tied up. No, it's and not everything really, in between. It's not really a shove. That's that's more of a throw, a mm-hmm. thrust. Uh, yeah, so if uh, if you're listening to this, hopefully your computer isn't shocking you because everything, my ears have been shocked three times already uh, as we Twice. were doing our, uh, no, three times. One of them was a pop, pop, <laughs> a little, little one-two punch. Oh, okay. Uh, you're like, your whole story's not adding up Yeah, it's up all anymore. falling apart. I don't, believe, all... I don't believe you're acu- this, this accuser. I'm going to be, ri- <laughs> look, victim, don't victim shame, okay? When it, sexual attacks, I believe. Electrical attacks, no. Mm. What about, uh, what about, what about gas attacks? Well, what about gaslighting? I believe in it. You believe in it. I believe in the idea of it. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, I'm going to have to resist uh, fiddling with the headphone cable like I always do because I feel like that may be triggering some of this pain. You're looking at a box. No, it's because uh, you touched the ground. You got to stay off the ground, Kevin. <laughs> Classic electricity. Stay off the ground. I was rubbing my feet on the carpet Bad. with socks on a these lot not, before I put them on. The, the the carpet dampens noise, but it also doesn't stop electricity. So it's a, it's a tough combo. So, How you doing, Kevin? I'm I don't okay. have time for this. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm doing fine despite my ear shocks. Uh-huh. Uh, I got a new phone. All right. Well, this is exciting because uh-huh. I have. <laughs> well, I I I don't. Uh, I hadn't gotten a phone in five years, so I was on a very old uh, phone, and I got a new phone, and it was very big for me because I'm a person who uh, has a problem um, doing basic things like go get technology that you have an upgrade for or like go to the doctor or those things. Cogent sentences. Go get technology. That's a sentence. (laughs) It's not a good one. It's cogent. Don't come at me with cogency. Uh-huh. Mr. Shocks my ears. Uh-huh. Uh Johnny Shocks. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I, it's just it was it was a big it was a big uh moment for me. It was like, "Hey, look, I went to do a store. I went to do a store. <laughs> yeah, okay, now you're getting in my head. Okay. I went to do a store and I made phone thing. Hey, Donnie did a store. I went to the store. It was Gene Pantsman here. Yeah. I went to the store. Uh, oh, there he is. There he goes again. Uh, that was a very fast drop in. Uh, but like, it's just one of those things where it's like I, I accomplished a task that for a lot of people is probably very easy. It's like, hey, I went and I accomplished an adult thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I have this weird mental block about it. It's like, ah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to think about that. I'm just going to sit here and not go to the dentist. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's one of those things. That I, I felt very happy about uh, accomplishing. Do you, is this not resonating with you at all? Well, there's definitely some. Uh, you, you, there's a lot of. Um, there's a good gift to have at the end of that because now you have a new phone. So yeah. A lot of uh, the serotonin's really flowing for you. Today. Sure is. Yeah, uh, you know, really, screen's never been brighter. Great feedback loop on that thing. <laughs> well, it's 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 like that. It's, or like it can be something even as minor as like paying a traffic ticket. Like I always put it off. I'm like, ah, yeah. I can worry about that. What? And then when I actually like, I'm gonna sit down and go online and pay this fucking ticket. And when I do it, I'm just like, oh god, why didn't I just do that? Like, right. why was it so hard for me to get there? And I don't know what that is. Is that Arrested Development? 
Not the TV show? No, it's just you're just putting things off until you're like, they built up to the point where the anxiety about them is bigger than that's, the anxiety of not doing that's it. That's absolutely what and it is. like, oh, fuck, I'll fucking do it. And, yeah. <laughs> Some t- sometimes those tickets, I'm just sitting there like, I know that's the, or my fucking renewing my, my registration this year. Mm-hmm. I put it on, I had to pay like an Your extra. comedy registration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, perform to, the... at, to perform at dive bars all over the city. I had to go get registered. You had to go to Lotus Lounge? Yeah, I had to go to Lotus Lounge, stand in line for, of course, because at Lotus uh-huh. Lounge, there's never, there's uh-huh. only one person working yep. ever. And <laughs> and you just stand in line, and they they go, all right, all right, and they stamp your funny papers. Yeah, it's which t- is just a comic strip of uh, a family circus. Yeah, it's, and it's tough to do the eye exam because the lighting's so bad in there. Oh god, yeah, they just they let you stand up there in darkness for four <laughs> minutes, and then they light you, and you're supposed to go now. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh huh. But I don't know. I, it is. It's super. It, you're right. It is the anxiety thing though? Like when I it was I was so late registering my my registration, like. I was sitting in my head like, I know that it was August and now it's September. I was supposed to do it in August, so it's going to be more expensive. I, I mean, it's already expensive. I, I might as well just let it sit. I'm going to go, you know, not do that. I'm going to watch Bob's Burgers for a while. You know, it's bullshit. The, the, extra, the, the fact that it's more expensive doesn't motivate you at all. No. No. <laughs> well, sometimes, but... Well, because all your money is in Bitcoins. Yeah, Dogecoin. Come on. <laughs> I'm so underground. I'm like sub-subterranean. All your Bitcoins are buried in the cellar. <laughs> my, my, bit, my cryptocurrency uh, is in a, in a crawl space uh, somewhere. Cryptocurrency in the crawl space. That sounds like a song. Eh, well, you, when you sing it, I guess, but <laughs> otherwise, not really. Uh, so that's where I'm at mentally. Uh, there's a lot of anxieties building up. Uh, have, you, have you tried making lists? Yeah. I have, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll make like a, I'll make like a notepad file on my computer and like, <laughs> uh, like untitled, and I'll write down the stuff I need to do. And then when I turn off my computer, I just lose the file because yeah. I didn't save it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm doing pretty well. 27, everybody. 27 years old. Write it down on a piece of paper. All right. The yeah. physical act of writing things helps you remember them. Is that why? Is that what you do? Yeah. And let's get that. Up. Let's get those papers out now. Let's read them. Oh, I can <laughs> read you my set list. I write all my set list on receipts. You sure do. Yeah. Like, like, you know, because that one time... T- pause for Foley. That one time... <laughs> that one time I, I was at a bar, so I was like, hey, you got a business card? And I was like, no, but I got a receipt with my name on it. <laughs> I have a receipt with my Twitter handle on That'll it. That'll tell you more than a business card. Here's a, here's a, here's a food for less uh, receipt that says, at Capital City INC on the back. Yeah, see, at 12.5, I was at the Melody Lounge. Molly was my server. I spent $16. What are the last four of your card? And um, it says... Uh, Nope, it's not on there. Oh, there it is. 9334. And <laughs> these are the jokes I did at uh, 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 the next night at Killer Mike. Ooh. So, you know, th- there's two days worth of info on this. There's a lot. There's, you, it's like, this is one bar, and then this is, uh, this is another bar. The, this is yeah. my plans for another bar. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Shout out good. to Molly, then. Shout Thank out to thanks, Molly. Molly. Uh, did you tip her well? What'd you tip? I always do. What'd you tip? Uh, if it was uh, $16, I probably tipped to $6. Really? Yeah, it's my local bar. Yeah. You you do I, I I've always heard you do a dollar a drink. Who'd you hear that from? Uh, some cheap asshole. I gotta fucking fight that person. <laughs> Is it about me? They're talking about me. I will say that uh, when I'm at the other door hosting, uh, they do give me a certain amount of free drinks there. But I usually have a little left over at the end. And depending on how bad the rest of the people at the bar have been that whole night, mm-hmm. I tip based on that. Mm-hmm. So like last week, uh, they had uh, 35 cent drinks at the other door. Oh, that's the worst. Sell- idea. No, it was it was a rough one. It was a madhouse. Because uh, people. People would tip uh, 65 cents. Yeah. 
for a 35 cent drink, they'll give you can keep the rest of this t- dollar. Took three minutes to make. Yeah, yeah. The Manhattan that was 35 cents. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So that was nobody was having a good time that night. I felt like such an asshole when I realized. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll take this. And then she's like, I gotta make that. And I was like, fuck. I, what I did was I said, I have yeah. my ticket for the 35 cent drink. Can I just give you this and you give me a beer? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, no, right? No, she said, yeah. Oh, okay. No, we're tight as, we're thick as thieves over there. That's right. It's not a really. But so that night that I, I tipped like her 100 percent of my. T- okay. I tipped her 100 percent of my tab that night because it was she looked exhausted. Jenna, shout out to Jenna Vont over there at yeah. the door. Favorite bartender in the city, Marie Farrand. Not far behind. Not far and behind. I was wondering if you were going to do okay. Uh, how's, your, how's your week, man? It's been fine, Kevin. Oh, boy. It's been fine. Sounds like it. No, it's been all right. Um, the world, I mean, there's the fire. We had a lot of fire in California. Oh, yeah. Are you, you're not fun. near that, though. No, no, no. I'm in a perfect place, like, in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. That uh, It's just... Uh, Unless Dodger Stadium catches fire. You know how many people in buildings have to die before it gets to me, Kevin? It's like, really, it's a beautiful spot. It's I beautiful genuinely, spot. a few months ago, at the last fires we had, uh, the, 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 the predecessor to our current mm-hmm. raging inferno... Uh, I did have a very similar thought when me and my girlfriend were wondering if we had to evacuate because they were very close to us. So I was like, oh. babe, think of how much of the city has to burn before right. <laughs> before we even are like uh, kind of near like smelling it. You know, what I you mean? know, don't don't leave until you hear the screams in the distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're in three B, wait for two A to start <laughs> screaming and then just leap out your window in a hurried fashion. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you do it. But yeah, we have had those fires. They've been crazy. Uh, I got to work from home all week because of it, because my, my office is pretty close to the uh, the 405 fire. Oh, yeah. System works. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's all, it's all been a long con for me to work from home for two days. Yeah. Uh, I started started a fire in the, uh, uh, what's that one called? That's the Skirball fire. That was the Skirball. Yeah. Almost mm. burned the Getty. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, could you imagine? I mean, I, yeah, that's kind of exciting. That's the that's art for you. Sometimes <laughs> what if this it burns. Was, what if this <laughs> Sometimes you got to burn art and uh-huh. learn from it. Uh-huh. What if that was just a big P, an art installation that's what from I'm the Getty? You classic think? God. <laughs> uh, that's, that's classic Yahweh right there. Yeah, you know, there's, there's there must have been something in Louisiana. It was like that's because they have them gays there. Oh, uh, that's yeah. God burning the Gomorrah. But the best part is uh, <laughs> the Gomorrah. <laughs> the best part is uh, Rupert Murdoch's house did burn down. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, the guy who uh, went on record and said climate change is not real. Uh, was a f- burned down by climate change. Yeah, well, the guy I, who yeah. helps fund an entire uh, corporate apparatus that denies climate change so they can make more money off yeah. of I don't know what. But they they did I let me stay home for two days, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Because yeah. I'm part of that. Yeah, you know, he, he, he called and he said, let the IT department stay home. <laughs> That's how he talks. There's no There's no anymore. way he's even aware that my whole department even exists. No, like, not just me, like everybody around me. He's not aware of anything. His no. wife left him for Putin. <laughs> <laughs> He's he aware got, of that. He got he got a Russian cucked. <laughs> Cuctioned. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure. Uh, maybe our upcoming guest, Dan Dupriel, has a good one on uh-huh. that. That's a lot to put on him. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, I'm fine. You're good. I'm fine. You've been you've been uh, you've been staying away from the fires. Yeah, I'm not going to the fire. Well, there's people that do that. They're firefighters or prisoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paid. Those inmates that get paid a dollar a day or yeah, whatever. And then when they leave, they can't join a fire department because they have, they're felons. Yeah, they're like, How, what's your experience? Uh, well, I spent five years fighting fire. Behind bars, essentially. I I spent a year robbing places, then I spent a whole five years fighting fires. So you know me more for the robbery. And they're just like, nah, we're gonna, we're not gonna, we're gonna go with uh, this, this uh, guy, this guy's kid. (laughs) But every firefighter is is kind of crazy. They all love fire. 
They're, they're, they don't like, it's not like putting out fire is a big thing. They just love fire. They love playing with fire. I think there's something to that. There's got to be something to that. I think that's a big big generalization to make, but I think some of them are like, hey, I want to do good things. But, like, fire is, like, it's like I get to be close to the action. Like, how often do you, you know, you see a car on on fire on the side of the road. You want to stop and look. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I read your journal. That's not how I work. I read your journal earlier. That was a a character journal. That was a character (laughs) I use my character. All my journal entries are characters. You just write in their voice. Plausible deniability. (laughs) It's like the podcast clause that we haven't talked about in a while. Anything said on this podcast, not real. It's all fake news. I'm just saying most firefighters don't join the fire department because they're like Batman. Right. And their parents were killed by a vigilante fire to avenge them. No, they're doing it because they're like... They they really are comfortable around fire. Yeah, I think you could say that about a lot of uh, the people that we often. And I'm not saying they're not heroic. Uh, I'm just saying them like people who are like, oh, this guy's in the military. Bless you for your service. Like they didn't get into the military to like better. They got in the military because sometimes they like shooting people and right. like they want to fucking kill people overseas. Or they had no other option. Or they or they had no other option. That's the other thing. Hey. It's like don't thank them for their service. If this if they didn't want to be here, that's just rubbing it in, right? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Don't rub it. Don't rub it. I think that's a, I think it's a good note to end on. Yeah, let's get the hell out. Uh, so this is gonna be a fun episode, though. Yeah, uh, we got a good friend of the sh- well, not friend of the show yet, but he will be soon. Uh, Dan Dupriel, very mm-hmm. funny comedian mm-hmm. from uh, from the East Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, East Coast Jimmy, and uh, he's related to uh, Car Crash Johnny, the guy you played in the parking lot earlier mm-hmm. from your dream journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hey, 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 don't don't dilly dally in the parking lot, folks. You never we, know who's we, pulling in and at what speed. That's because <laughs> they're late. <laughs> That is you were you you wanted to make sure you were here on time so you could electrocute me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Dan Dupree will be stopping uh-huh. by. We chat with him about life on the road. I don't know, it's just stuff to so see what he feels about fire. And then uh, we got a uh, doctor, uh-huh. a doctor, uh, doctor, uh, doctor Stracy Jenkins, MD. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I don't know if we've had many medical professionals on the show before. This is fun. This is like a first for us, maybe. Well, yeah, we we've had a lot of people who. Uh... Need medical professionals, <laughs> but none that have actually been on the other end of that. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Break? Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review after this. Well, you're getting better at that. Thank you. Not more. Now it's going. I don't know if you know this about me, Dan, but I used to... Uh, Go to a lot of raves in like really? college and stuff. Yeah, and my like club drink was uh, like Red Bull vodka. I would drink that a lot. Yeah, and that was some of the most insane hangovers I think you could ever get because it, like you said, it's both. You're an upper and a downer. Like, what are you doing? Your you're, body doesn't know how to internalize that. You're going hard all night, now. all night. Oh, just never fist pumping, never sleep. People are like, so like surprised when they find out I didn't take like Molly and stuff when I was hmm. raving because I wasn't into those drugs at that time. I just would but drink now. a lot. Now, well, you know, kind of over it now. But I did have a, I had a fair share of that after the raves. Oh, Molly, you Anderson. stopped going to raves and then you started doing Molly. Yeah. I have lived a weird life. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, you know, that's just how I party. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever you ever do you ever you ever play around with any of them club drugs? Yeah, yeah. Podcast clause. It's nothing that's I, on here can be held against you in a court of law. Oh, that's okay. I'm, <laughs> I, I I am I've done a lot of drugs. I've done uh, my fair share of Molly. Mm. Uh, I've done a lot of mushrooms. I guess mushrooms would probably be the the number one hard drug that I've done. I've done that a lot. Yeah. Uh, some acid. I mean, I've done I've run the gamut. I yeah. grew up in the suburbs, and there really isn't much. That's what else you do. do. Yeah, that's pretty much what yeah. you do. Uh, mushrooms I'll still play with every once in a while. I think I'm done with acid. I think I you did done? enough. I think I did it I did it a couple times in college and then like 
It's just it's just you have to plan like a weekend around it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, I think that's how you know you're growing up because uh, over the Thanksgiving break, I had a friend in town and we went to Venice Beach, and he was like, "Dude, I've got some acid tabs," and I was like, "Yeah, but I got to work in like two days, so like, <laughs> yeah." So I think I'm getting, I'm too old. Now. I have responsibilities within the next seventy two hours, so I can't do that right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, feel free to use those headphones if you want. Oh yeah, I don't sure. think they'll shock you. I think you'll be okay. We'll see. Hey, Mr. Podcast. Back to Bleak Review, finding out if this is an entrapment for our guests. If you're at home, stick a fork in an outlet and just see what happens. (laughs) Play along at home. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we're back here. Uh, I'm Kevin Anderson. Yes, you are. Uh Uh, We're here with our uh, esteemed guest. Uh, Now you're officially a friend of the show. Now I sign the documents. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sign the paperwork. And and I thank you for agreeing to let us prick your finger with an X-Acto knife just so you could get that insignia on there. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. The the blood with like gold leaf on it was a really nice touch. I you guys got that. Makes you feel better. We don't wash the exacto knife, so <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's and, why. And, that's why I'm feeling light. Andy, <laughs> D- Andy Dick frequents the studio as well, so <laughs> there's a lot going on there. Uh, uh, during the uh, during the brief intermission we had, uh, Matt was tantalizing us with a fascinating story. I think we should get into that because I think it's a good jumping off point for broke LA comics. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was going on, Matt? Well, so uh, one of the the shows I do, um, the hosts are. Um, they're they're not they're like the children of L.A. royalty, basically. Oh. Uh, of some sense. Is it Lena Dunham and the rest of the cast of Girls? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My favorite L.A. celebrity. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I got an email earlier this week from one of them um, for this charity they work at, and it said, uh, "Come to our John Legend concert." Uh, uh, you know, you got to pay for your seats. Sit at the uh, sit at the head table. One hundred thousand dollars donation to the charity, and you can see John Legend in concert for a hundred thousand dollar charitable donation. Jesus! And it's just like, what is money? What, is, <laughs> what does money mean? What was this? What was the? Are the were these good seats, or was this like? It's like a whole like a front row of balcony. tables. Oh, okay. it's like a front row of tables. I'm sure that you get a nice, you get a sixty dollar dinner yeah. for a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and then you know there's different packages. Ten thousand dollars you can sit in the back, the back like a poor fucking idiot. yeah. Some Patreon levels of uh, donation <laughs> to this. But also, like... you know, through this podcast, I had to go record at Flea's house. Uh, the flea, the flea, the flea. Also, it is always done that. I have to do something with flea. The flea. Yeah. As if there's another yeah. flea. Oh, Doctor Flea. No, 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 no. The musician. The musician. Talking about the rabbi. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's got a uh, nice house. A lot of money. Uh, mar- like marble floors. It's just like I, you know, I'm. From, I got. I'm familiar with most floors. I don't spend a lot of time. <laughs> You've been around on some mar- floors. On marble floors. Bit of yeah. a floor connoisseur. Yeah. 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 On a floor. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's I, why I'm here. <laughs> That's all I do. When I did construction, we were on this house. House that had uh, had floor had, had wood floors, but under the floor heating, and I was like, "This is the fanciest shit I've ever Wait, seen." Wait, that's yeah. a thing? Yeah, yeah, they put they run hot water uh, through tubes to heat the floor in the. So, winter. like when you stand on it and when you're barefoot, it's yeah. like not all icy cold. Yeah, and, yeah, oh, yeah, wow, I didn't even know that was it. That's how that's how far away from that lifestyle. They really yeah. have the best of everything. They have <laughs> yeah. the best thing, and now it's not cold. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they have they have hot water too, which a lot of people don't even have. <laughs> oh, we don't even use this for like you know cooking or anything. This is just to keep our toes warm. Yeah, then they just throw it into the field. <laughs> Yeah. They have a marsh. We're struggling to keep our body temperatures up right now. <laughs> uh, sometimes I use some extra hot water just to make my wood hot. <laughs> but it's always just weird uh, being so close to the other side, but never yeah. seeing it. And then when you actually like, you go into the house and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, what the? F-? And, you know, there's just like stuff every like uh, uh, instruments everywhere, beautiful instruments, uh, beautiful art. 
mar- marble floor, like a marble staircase. Yeah. And, you know, you go to a museum and you see marble and you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And you go to a fucking house and see a floor. Like, it's a floor, not like an yeah. essential part. Like, a floor is pretty important, but a lot, not like, you know, like, a, like it, it seems like a waste of marble unless yeah. you got this shit ton of money to spend on it. Yeah. yeah. God but, damn. Marble Staircase is also my favorite uh, exhibit at the Bro Train. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just the stair. It's so avant-garde. It's amazing. Uh, whereas I've had wood floors in one house I've ever lived in, and uh, it was uh, bubbly and warped. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And there was lots of parts where it didn't connect with the wall, or like there was like we had a we had a problem where there was this giant hole between the dishwasher and the wood because of the warping, and that's just all the rats came through there. <laughs> all of the rats that were possible were, were came through well, there. Well, that's you know, that's uh, that's just good housing. You it's know, good you housing. House the people, you house the animals. They have to. We were running a shelter against our will. <laughs> uh, what's the worst or best living situation? Best best living situation, worst living situation, Dan DeBrail. Kind of one in the same actually. I, right after yeah, uh, I lived right. After college, um, I lived in a farmhouse. There was nobody else around us for about a mile, except for directly across the street. There was a farm that kept sheep, and they had converted like this barn into like a double layer skate park. There were like two Ooh. half pipes right. on two okay. different stories. And uh, sounds I, radical. It was pretty <laughs> radical. And then we lived across the street in this old house that was like back in the twenties. You could get Sears to mail you everything you needed to build a house. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And you would just build a house. You would order a house off of a catalog. Where do you address those things to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the address before the house exists? You'd have to build the mailbox. Right. For, that's step one. You just see a man standing there. You're like, to that. Man, the yeah. guy in the coat, <laughs> yeah, next to a bunch of bushes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which just shows you how capable people were back then. Because like, I get sad, get like building an IKEA thing, yeah, you know. Well, it goes back to the thing I was saying in the intro about how ill-equipped I am to handle parking tickets. <laughs> like, if I had to build my house to live in with my family, yeah. My family? My yeah. family? I don't know why I turned it. <laughs> Guys, I don't know why I got to start talking like this. But yeah, it's insane. So this was a, a house that was built in the 20s that you yeah. were living in? Yeah, yeah. Oof. So I live there with... Uh Four people that were on the lease, and then like a rotating <laughs> cast of like four additional people that we knew that just kind of lived there for a Some little while. Some featured extras, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it was in the middle of nowhere, only very rarely would the cops show up, and they would just tell us to keep quiet. And so basically, it was like a continuation of college for another three years. Uh, okay, while we were making money because we all had like normal office jobs but like no responsibilities no neighbors yeah just parties all the time yeah it was very much like uh an extended childhood which is why i'm an open mic comic i think i I think that's the theme of this episode i partied well into like i was 28 (laughs) in this farmhouse and then was like oh i have to be an adult now that's right well i'm curious because you say you're from the suburbs uh and then you moved into this farmhouse how far outside of town are we talking like were you in the sticks like were you was there concern (laughs) uh no well i mean you're Podcast listeners can't see me, but with this face, there is never yeah, a concern when I venture out into the middle of the country. I'm listeners very picture much... hate, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you got an Thanks. idea of what Dan DePril. Thank you. Uh, no, I look no, like no. I look like I can't wear a, a red hat now. Like any <laughs> red hat is done for me. Uh, Donald Trump is like really limiting my. He uh, took a color. Pressure. He took a whole color. Yeah, that's messed up. I, like even trucker hats are like dicey, mm-hmm. and that's like what I wear. I'm yeah. bald. I need to. You're a trucker my hat head. guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a trucker hat guy, and like my brand has never been lower. Nah. Thanks to the. You could be a beanie boy. I think you could. Be, you could I be could. a beanie guy. I could, but it always does that like condom tip thing on the yeah. top. It makes yeah. me look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> plus, you'd have to hate yourself. 
Yeah, that yeah, too. Like, yeah, is that what it was required right. to get a beanie? Yeah, because yeah, you're wearing a fucking beanie in summer. It's yeah. a lie. You're just yeah. lying to everyone you see immediately. The further back on the head the beanie is attached, the more they're lying to themselves. Because <laughs> sometimes people in those cool neighborhoods, like they have a beanie that's like more of like a sock hanging off the back mm-hmm. of their head. Yeah. I'm like, what is this for? The they're tips. hiding their dreads. Yeah, um, their white dreads. Yeah. Those white dreads. Ooh, love them. Uh, but so okay, so you, you you graduate college, you move out to this farmhouse. I'm I'm fascinated yeah. with farmhouses. Yeah. Uh, and you and it was like it was like a bunch of your college friends. Yeah, it was it was my just, like closest just, friends. Just yeah. raging. Any any structural damage? The thing is, these old houses are so sturdy mm-hmm. that like I've done way more damage to like the modern apartments that I've really? lived in. Like accidentally put a hole in the wall and like drywall and stuff there's no drywall in this house this thing was like solid all marble so <laughs> we would throw like ragers and I'm sure there was damage like we'd stopped eventually trying to repair the sump pump in the basement so the basement would just flood with regularity <laughs> oh yeah I know that game I moved out about five months before some of my friends that still live there and then they all got evicted so the city could turn the or whatever the municipality could tear the house down oh uh, yeah so we we all got basically evicted because it was like, like you can't even live here anymore. That's how bad it is. Yeah, but it was like that before we moved in. It had been a party house for like fifteen years. Yeah, I had a similar. My the one of the houses I lived in for most of my college uh, years was an old. It was like a Victorian era house. So I guess around the same time maybe, and it was like a three story house. Uh, that was like we had like eight people living in there and then uh, like with extra rooms added I don't know if yours had that where <laughs> yeah. the front door of our uh, house actually just led into somebody's room <laughs> so everybody <laughs> used the back door like no one was supposed to go through the front and uh uh, we had a basement that also would constantly flood, and but we that was where all like we had an air hockey table down there. We had all these sofas, but eventually it got to the point where nobody was fixing anything. The landlord didn't give a shit, so we just go down there, and it would always just squish, squish <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> all nobody sat on the sofas because they just reeked of like mildew. Oh, <laughs> it was tragic. There was giant holes in the wall, and like there was no ceiling. There was just a tarp. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you some pictures. I gotta see this. Yeah. Uh, it's bad. Uh, so I'm assuming that house is gone too. I'm <laughs> they must have been closed down. Yeah, my landlord was actually uh, Pico, which is the energy company in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So it would be like I, we had to pay our rent to the energy company because on the property, like maybe half a mile behind the house, there was this like one story tall transformer that was like, oh, this is definitely giving us cancer. <laughs> rent, was like, rent was like $300 a month. It was nothing. And, but it was like, we are getting cancer. We're for sure getting cancer, yeah. but it's such a low, low price. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what's the, what's the most crumbling place you've lived? I know about the consumption. Shop. Yeah, I mean that was in, like the whole room built out of uh, screen doors. Yeah, um, I mean that's pr- that was probably the low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in order in order to stop partying, I I moved out of Massachusetts. I moved halfway across the country so I could <laughs> stop partying. Yeah, that's because that was I had settled. I lived above a bar. All my friends worked at the bar. Oh and no! When, when we were done, we would go party. Uh, until the bar closed, then we'd go upstairs. I had a foosball table in my apartment, and we had a great time. We were <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking wasted. And then you moved. You moved to Chicago, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you stopped drinking altogether. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I drank. I drank myself sober. It was uh, that's came out the other side. Yeah. 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 People don't know that that rock bottom actually, if you just keep fucking chipping away at it, you mm-hmm. eventually get to a beautiful yeah, uh, sober. Like, you, you know, digging to China. I was just about to say that yeah. you can do that with alcohol, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you get a green card marriage. It's beautiful. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, we've never talked about that part of your life on this yeah. podcast. I don't know what the statute of limitation is on a federal crime. So I don't know. Oh, podcast, uh. pad, podcast clause. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, podcast clause. <laughs> this falls under podcast Wait, law. Matt, Matt do, your, do your character, the guy who married someone so, illegally so they could get in the country, do that character even work it on? <laughs> oh, hey, I'm not Matt. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally someone else. Oh, goodness. Uh, so, Dan, Philadelphia? Yes. Born and raised? Uh, yeah. Well, around You're setting up yourself up for a dangerous uh, sing-along right now, but yeah. That's true, and I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about you, that. You used Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, in that's the same why time. that. That's why that phrase was so quick to come yeah. to my mind. It's because yeah. of, uh, of uh, growing Bruce, Spring, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was What was your trajectory right, like before you came to L.A.? I Jesus, mean, were you in Philly there wasn't. doing comedy and stuff, or You're Philly fanatic? Yeah, I. Well, you know, I like him. <laughs> He's like objectively nose, not right? to not to take. Yes, he's the guy with the big nose, Kevin. <laughs> Great job, interesting. Uh, Johnny but, Sports. He's though, the yeah. guy that has all that gold yeah, in the look, center of the earth. In Philadelphia, we don't question the fanatics' faith, uh, <laughs> yeah. Kevin. So yeah. you can insinuate whatever you want. I, but, uh, I question every fanatic. The Philly fanatic faith. is a monster, so he he's, does not know denomination. That's true. The, uh, the Philly fanatic is uh, straight up the best sports mascot mm-hmm. in the world. I will. Challenge. He's not trying to be anything other than uh, what he is. He's not an animal. He's not a. Mm-hmm. He's not a racist. <laughs> He's stereotype of a yeah. as much as Philadelphians would want him to be. Uh, he could take a battery if you hit him with. It. Yeah. Uh, oh, the suit's designed for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, is it, are, are Phil, well, I've heard that Philly fans are gnar- like insane. Is we that take true? pride in being the gnarliest. Of okay. Fans. Okay. Yeah. And people were hucking batteries at the fanatic. Is that how? No, we hucked batteries at a guy named JD Drew, <laughs> okay. uh, who's a human. Yeah. Uh, so it's worse. And he, yeah. a not a great human, not a bad human, but you know, not fully human. Yeah. He's one of these guys. Is a really good athlete to the point where he doesn't have to like be human, right? Doesn't have to like hold conversation, right? And we are very so we did throw ba- we did throw batteries at him, and, <laughs> and then we that was probably the worst. Mm-hmm. We threw snowballs at Santa Claus, totally That's hyped fine. up. It happened, fine. and it was. The thing is, is that snowballs wrapped around batteries. Like you packed a snowball around. The well, that's the reputation that we have that oh, never happened. Okay. Nobody ever put a battery in a yeah, snowball. That's, that's ridiculous. We want to know you're getting hit yeah, by the battery. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to hide that we're disgusting people. Um, yeah, and then we threw snowballs at Santa Claus because he was drunk at a game, and uh, also so were the people throwing the snowballs. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Philadelphia. We are. Wait, drunk. At what capacity was Santa involved in this game? Was he Not, just he was the quarterback? The <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the in the seventy three season, the Philadelphia Eagles were quarterbacked by Chris Kringle. <laughs> just this Kringle yeah. on the back, twenty five. Yeah, guy, <laughs> guy was a bum. Couldn't throw the ball more than fifteen yards. Never wore a helmet. as CTE damage. <laughs> <laughs> now he has no idea if you're being naughty or not. <laughs> he sees reindeers everywhere. Yeah, everybody gets pickles. <laughs> uh, wait, no, I genuinely what, was he like there for like a halftime thing? No. Or? So the, as the story goes, and this was happened That's before I was born. But Philadelphia if a, folklore with Daniel it really Braille is. Like, if you're a kid in Philadelphia you, and a sports fan, you are taught this story and how <laughs> it, we're like the original fake news, and yeah. it's surrounded by Santa Claus. What happened was the Santa Claus. It was like a blizzard. The Eagles had like one one game, and it was the last game of the season uh and they were like i think it was against somebody that we hate we hate everybody yeah and so uh, it was against a team yeah santa claus was supposed to come out in halftime and throw gifts to the crowd like sh- t-shirts <laughs> whatever but that santa didn't show up because there was a blizzard so they literally pulled a drunk fan oh. out of the stands who was wearing a santa thing and this dude was skinny the santa suit was hanging on him and he couldn't throw the t-shirts into the stands he oh, was my. shorting all the t-shirts they're just landing on the field yeah, and oh. so 
with two things we hate in Philadelphia are people that put no effort in and people who can't throw fucking something in a stadium. Throw it. So, uh, so we all booed him, and so then forevermore we became the disgusting assholes that booed every child's favorite. Oh, man. that's fine. No child was at that game. First of all, no child was at that game. So and we pelted him with snowballs too. It no, of course. To be said. Right. We we humiliated and assaulted. Were you at this game? No, it was in like the seventies. I'm thirty three. I'm not. Like, I would have to be like fifty. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm learning a lot here. I don't know when, what decade these things. It's took okay. Place. I, we did throw batteries at JD Drew in my lifetime. Now, what was <laughs> was that? Was this? Now, what's that story? Because Matt, I'm sure you know this story. I don't know this story at all. Was he? Was this in the middle of a game, or was it like when he was going? He to He was the, coming out. He was coming, coming out. up to bat. He was oh, a baseball player. Oh Jesus! <laughs> if I remember correctly, he had turned down a contract with uh, the Phillies, and he said uh, something bad about the city. I forget the details. Oh, of it, but he okay. disrespected. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and and people just had batteries. <laughs> I'm Wait. sure they. I'm sure they brought them. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he did it like in the. I didn't think he took like a mic and was like, <laughs> "No, hey, you, Philadelphia, <laughs> I'm probably like, I'd, I'd be like to go to JD Drew now for a brief word. <laughs> Just want to let everyone know I'm not coming back next year. Fuck your city, and I hope you didn't bring any weapons. <laughs> no. Philly's beautiful though because we found like magic and beauty in hate. Like as comics, mm-hmm. we all understand like the sonic beauty of like a curse word, yes. like a perfectly placed curse word. I still maintain to this day, and I'm going to start a GoFundMe to prove it that Philadelphia invented the asshole uh, chant. Which if one. you get, thank you, because it's simple, and you get enough people together chanting that two syllable word, mm-hmm. you can't hear a single other goddamn thing that's going <laughs> on. You're like whoever it is is a huge asshole. Yeah, you know, in and fact, you got to find should, the asshole at that point. Exactly. I feel like if the crowds around the country could embrace the asshole chant the way mm. Philadelphians have, yeah. I really think we could do some change in this world. That's like, the only way. Yeah, yeah. A, two, a two pitch uh, chant. Yeah. That is the only way that we can bring about two actual syllables. two Just syllable two, two pitch. Well, eh, uh, that's that's two uh, pitches. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got all this Philly hate in my heart right uh-huh. now. It's just from some late uh-huh. It's Philly. We will chant that at every pitch. Yeah. Hey, yo, that's a little sports humor. Um, <laughs> I like sports humor. Thanks. Uh, so, uh, batteries. You, you didn't throw batteries no, yourself, I didn't throw batteries. but your city did. My city did. We, eventually... we take pride in being. We take yeah. pride in being jerks. Everybody, yeah. not even sports fans. Like... So, like, if somebody was to come at you, like, you know, you guys, you're like, yeah. Yeah, I know what we do. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Not you. Yeah, I mean, originally it was called Always Sunny in Pacoima. And they're like, eh, I don't know if that doesn't have the ring. Yeah. Well, to be fair, in that one college house, I, uh, a fight did break out because uh, I'm from fucking Pacoima, bitch, was one of the <laughs> <laughs> sentences that was happening. Somebody had a Dodgers hat on. No, a Giants hat on. Because it's obviously, I, I, well, you, obviously, I haven't said it yet. I was in the Bay Area. I was in San Jose. So it's a Giants town. And uh, somebody, had a, somebody had a Dodgers <laughs> hat on. And somebody said, fuck the Dodgers. And then Pacoima, motherfucker. And then a bottle broke. And then, you know. Pacoima, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodgers Giants is one of the few sports rivalries that gets as dirty and ugly. Oh as yeah, Philadelphia and, and having have lived on both sides of it now, it is very heavy on the LA towards San Francisco <laughs> side. Like mm-hmm. as far as physical violence goes, at least. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one the one story I always tell I've probably told it on the podcast before but uh, I used to work at a certain I was a certain sandwich artist at a certain uh, establishment let's okay. just say uh, Subway and so uh, Matt can cop to crimes and you won't even admit yeah. to working at Subway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh no, no I got some crimes I'm itching to right. talk about <laughs> but this one yeah you're right uh, but we had a we had a, an EMT that always came in for lunch there because his his root or whatever his root <laughs> EMTs have roots right? <laughs> <laughs> 
his his station or whatever. He would come in for lunch all the time, and he was uh he went down for a Dodgers game. Uh, and then I came into work one day a few days after the game, and we had a collection plate out on the counter because uh, I was like, oh, what happened to that guy? What happened to the paramedic guy? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear? Apparently, uh, he was that guy that got brain damage at the Dodgers Giants game a few years ago because oh. uh, he got in a huge fight, and these dudes just like stomped him out and shit based on nothing other than team rivalry. Yeah. So I was close to that one. <laughs> well, also, they were all uh, uh, not good people. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, it, when you're fighting in a parking lot after a game. Yeah. Uh, it was a little, yeah. I think it was, yeah, it must have been the parking lot, right? It was, that's, yeah. That's what it, it was. wasn't, yeah. it wasn't in the <laughs> Unconscious in the stadium. Well, now that I've seen those stairs at Dodger Stadium, you if you take if you take a tumble down that, yeah. you are falling down about half a mile, mm-hmm. and you will break stuff in your head. Yeah, it's my greatest fear is you roll down the stairs, and then when you get to the bottom, you pop up over the ledge. <laughs> and just keep going. Make it all the way, and everyone's cheering yeah, for you yeah, to make yeah. it to the bottom what? like those paper airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, that is a vicious rivalry. <laughs> that was the that was the, uh, the the premise of that, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Because uh, I've been... Uh, uh, I've I've watched Yankees and Red Sox games at Fenway Park and uh, but no one there wasn't the vicious beating afterwards. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you need to sit go if you're ever in Philadelphia get a ticket to a Phillies game when they play the Mets mm-hmm. and sit up in the top section. Ooh. Just watch it and all happen. It will be half baseball game, half amateur boxing match. <laughs> like people will get drunk and a Mets fan Mets fans are just as bad. I'm talking to you, Evan Kessler. Uh, uh, yeah, Get that's him. right. Yeah. Um, Mets fans are just as If you're surly. listening at home and you're Evan Kessler. <laughs> Friend of the show. Friend of the show, yeah, uh, yeah. Do not stick a fork in the outlet, Kevin. <laughs> but no, if you're a, if you're a Mets fan, you're you're as surly as Phillies fans are. Sure. And so when they mix together, we both like jawing, we both like shit talking, and we all like drinking. Mm-hmm. So it becomes fighting. Very yeah. Nice. And is, so when you said uh, they're both uh, bitter, because is it because both teams suck and like the, so they're bitter for the same thing, and then when they come together, it's just this amalgamation yeah. of just hate for self. Yeah. Well, New York is just Philly with good PR. Right. New, York, <laughs> New York likes to pretend that they're above the fray and they're nah, not yeah. like working class scumbags like Philly. But we know that's what makes us bitter. <laughs> we're ki- like they like to insult us and say we're like the sixth borough, but yeah. it's kind of true. But like we hate that. We're like the ugly little sister that founded this country. <laughs> Uh, and now New York is like, oh, best city in the world. And we're like, not that, not that cool. It's all makeup. We got, got warts. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that you can both agree on is that you both hate New Jersey. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's so much East Coast hatred that I'm not aware of. Like, there's like, it's like, uh, it's it's like, oh, uh, some, I don't know if you guys have friends like this, but they're very interested in global uh, hatreds. They're like, oh, uh, you know that the globalist? Japanese really, yes. Uh, I've, this is my Alex like Jones Like Philly segment. fanatic. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Philly fanatic, yeah, that fucking guy. I know he lives in Siri or whatever, uh, or Alexa. Well, he's the Alex gay Jones. frog that Alex Jones. Is <laughs> That's that dude. We just fucking blew minds. Yeah. Uh, but there's like there's people who are like, oh, you know the, the the Koreans and the Chinese hate each other, or they always they always have mm-hmm. all this information about certain ethnicities that hate each other. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that that is just fucking like like consolidated to just the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah, it's crazy because out here it's like it's San Francisco and L.A. hate each other. Well. I guess L.A. just hates San Francisco. I don't even know what it is, but that's about it. No, it's Bakersfield's not like, fuck Fresno. You know, there's yeah. none of that going on. But they should. They should start, I think. Yeah, that's I mean, what we're like, here to say. Philly and Boston don't hate each other, but I wouldn't say we like each other, but yeah. we love each other when the topic is fuck New York. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like we, so, yeah. The friend of my enemy, or et cetera. Yeah. Enemy of my friend. Or et cetera. Yeah, et cetera. <laughs> uh, how does Philly feel about L.A. and California in general? Do um, your friends give you shit for living out here? Yeah, but it's... Uh, 
I love talking to Philly comics that just move out here because it's fun talking about like the acclimation because I love LA. It's yeah. a great city. And but you if you don't if you don't spend time in LA, especially if you're in a very proud East Coast city like New York or Philly, uh uh it you kind of have this bad impression of LA that's kind of accurate. Yeah. You know, like this place is full of fake people, this mm-hmm. place is full of like awful privilege, fake nice people. All the things that in Philly were kind of conditioned, even though they exist there, were conditioned we'd rather be that guy saying like fuck you than yeah. the person smiling and talking shit. Yeah. So, uh, there's this acclimation, but once you get there it's like, oh yeah, a lot of the things that we try to act better about LA for, they're all true, but it's not as bad. Like yeah. LA's a city of 12 million people. I was going to say, they're, all their hatred is based on like maybe a zip code and a half. Like there's right. like there's like a block, there's like a stretch on Sunset in Hollywood where you're yeah. like, this is garbage and I agree with everybody that hates this. Yeah. And then you go like, you know, a couple streets south and you're like, oh, this is cool. Right. And that, this is Danny Trejo's fucking taqueria. This is amazing. Yeah. A lot of the shit that gets out of LA into the world is made by like this subset of shitty people that give LA a shitty reputation. Yeah. But when you see like fucking the talented people that come through your mic, you know Ooh. what I mean? There you go. Thank plug you. in. Uh, Definitely go. a friend of the show now. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, you go to anywhere in L.A. where, like, real comics are working and Mm -hmm. real musicians, and and you realize that, like, oh, the shit that's being made in L.A. is so good and so what everyone would love, but it's when you have to get to that next level of, like, broadcasting it out that it goes through that, like, cheesecloth of, like, douchebaggery that, like, then everybody else absorbs and thinks everyone in L.A. is like that. Teslas and sexual assault allegations. (laughs) That's the cheesecloth is made of. Uh, It's terrible. Uh, On that note, Mm -hmm. uh, everyone should visit... Visit LA. It's very fun. Uh, yeah. We should go to a quick break here. Dan, you can stick around. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're oh, not. I thought you were giving me permission. No, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure we're not infringing on that engagement party. You got to go uh, do no. a tight five at. It's after okay. This. But check this. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> engagement. Kimchi and Sean. And if you have a birthday, there you go. Kimchi. Yeah. Kimchi. Kimchi. When. Really? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, she's Vietnamese. I like that. Great. Uh, uh, you're doing some stand-up at their engagement party, right? That's great. Uh, I think so. They mentioned it. They, it was one of those things where they're dear friends of mine, and uh, they were like, we're having an engagement party. I was like, okay, cool. They were like, hey, we have some people playing music. Do you want to do a set? And I'm like, well, if you guys want that, that's cool. I'll do that. And then they were like, and maybe you can give like a speech. And I'm like, oh, now I've got to write something. Cool. <laughs> maybe you could drive a bunch of people home afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's just errands for you. No, I love them. Uh, well, cool. We won't make you late for that, because we only got one more guest coming up. And, uh, it's a doc. A medical professional, Stracy Jenkins. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe she come on with some medical advice. Maybe I could, uh, you know, I haven't been to the doctor in a while. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I have, it's one of my things. I'm, a, I'm Warren Zevoning it in that regard. Uh, <laughs> deep cut reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just listen to the wind, everybody. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we can talk some medical stuff. See, uh, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll test Matt's blood pressure. I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's low. <laughs> it's low. All right. Never mind then. Uh, we'll get a quick break. We'll be back with more bleak and review after this. And we're back. Bleak and Review. We are here doing it. Podcasting, making content, not getting shocked. Matt Brousseau's over there. Yes. I'm Kevin Anderson. And we're yes. here with Dan Dupriel once more. Hi. And we also have someone from the world of medicine joining us here. Uh, Dr. 
Stracy Jenkins? Yes. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Stracy. How, how are you guys doing? Great. Uh, great. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is Dan DePril. He's a comedian. Hi, Dan. I heard I heard you out there. It sounds like you're really funny. Thank you, Dr. Stacy. I want to go out to your show sometime. Oh, I would I love to I have like a ton you. of girlfriends. They would totally come do that. Oh, that's great. Oh. Yeah, we're doing a bachelorette party um, oh, that soon. Cool. Maybe we'll go see you. Who's getting married? Are you getting married? Uh, no, my best friend Trisha is oh, getting married. Trisha. And I am the maid of honor. I'm so freaking excited for it. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I, it's, I'm wearing like this pink dress, and I got to pick it out, and it's like uh, shorter than all the other girls' dresses because I have like better legs than they do. But it's like not in a weird way; like just she just kind of wanted to separate me for that, you know? Just, just separate by a couple inches of the dress. Yeah, you know, she just like likes my legs, like not in a weird way, but like in a she she understands that like that's my best asset. So, you know. uh, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, uh, so uh, do you have any do you have anything planned for your maid of honor thing? I mean, he's got Dan's got to do some jokes at an engagement party tonight. Yeah, so and um, comics love bachelor. Bachelorette party. I know. I, I thought so. It really is truly our favorite thing. Any ladies listening to the podcast, come on. But if any ladies are listening to the podcast, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. But you should bring your bachelor. You know what's really, really funny? We're going to go and we're going to have like necklaces that are penises. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. And then we also made this like hat that is shaped like a penis that she has to wear all night. Oh, no. It's going to be is it so coming? crazy. Is it coming? Is it coming? The hat? Is it coming? Oh, you mean like jizzing? Yeah, no, I no, I didn't even think about that. It's a medical joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm only used to medical terms. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, we don't want to... Is it ejaculating? No, oh, yeah. So what was... does that mean? Oh, um... <laughs> Is it is it is it busting knuckle children? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> um, what speaking of uh, medical terms, uh, what uh, what area of expertise uh, do you practice? I'm what a gynecologist. Your... Gynecologist. Yeah. Okay. I um I'm just really into vaginas mainly. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I always kind of have been, even as a kid. You know, it's funny though. Like it took me a really long time to say I was a gynecologist because I couldn't like say that word without giggling because uh, it's just like a funny word. It sounds like, funny. Gynecologist. You know, and then I. I kept like saying it to my professor and he was like, Stracy, you can't be a gynecologist and like laugh when you're telling people you are. And I was like, that's a good point. You know, so. how often would you say you laugh the whole way through one of your exams? On a um, I usually try not to laugh at people's vaginas just because like <laughs> the first time I did it, it kind of made it weird, you know, so like yeah. I try to like keep it muffled, you know, how did it make it weird? Um, well, I think she thought, like, I thought her vagina was funny, but I was just like, my face is near a vagina. Oh, my God. I'm not even gay. <laughs> Classic comedy. Well, <laughs> you're not just laughing at it at that point. You're laughing on it. That's the yeah, with it, yeah, too, yeah. I'd say. And if, you're, if you're not careful, then the laugh gets stuck in the, in the uterus, and then the next time they have sex with a guy, they hear the laughter come out, and the guy feels like they're oh, laughing. Oh, they, like, queef a laugh out? <laughs> that happens to me all the time. <laughs> Oh no! That's that's is that a is that a is that a that's thing? That's like a that, heckle. <laughs> is that a term? Heckle, <laughs> heckling term. is not a medical term, but now it is. I think that's it's like, a, it's like a fuckle. A fuckle. A <laughs> uh, post post OBGYN vaginal fuckle. I believe is what they call it. Um, and how long have you been uh, practicing uh, gynecology? Um, well, two years now. Okay. I've had my own practice. Okay. So I, I work in Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. Um, I just try to do like. You know, I do. I try to work for the people. Yeah, for the people of Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah, those are my clientele. <laughs> that one zip code we were talking yeah. about. Uh, what is, do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, famous people coming through there? You've um, seen any you know, what? I'm not really allowed to talk to, about course, it, but yes, okay. and tons of them. Oh. And I don't want to say Jennifer Aniston, but <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! She okay. has an immaculate vagina. I, I believe that. I don't even think she care about me talking about it. It's so 
nice. Yeah, Doctor patient confidentiality, <laughs> be damned. I don't think she finds. No, I actually made a mold of her vagina. Oh, really? Did oh, you bring because it? Because I, I wanted to show all the other ladies what their vagina should look like. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Kind of like a kind of like a that you like show them and be like, try to do this. Like, look yeah. at this and try to make it. look I'm like, like whatever that. you can do to make it look this way, that would be better because what you have going on is just a little not cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I try you... to say like in a nice doctor way. Right. Right. Uh, Maybe we could role play one of these. That might be interesting. So I want to see. I want to see how this this goes down. Uh, who wants to be? Who wants to be having that? Dan, how about you? Okay. All right. So Dan's your patient, and let's say Dan's Hi, Dan. Hi, Doctor Tracy. <laughs> let's say Dan has uh, some some private parts that you think could use some work. How would you How would you break the news to him? Yeah. Hi, Dan. First of all, how are you feeling down there? Um, okay, uh, I'm feeling just a little, uh, some self-esteem issues, just about the general configuration. Oh, you know what, uh, <laughs> might make you feel better? Yeah. First of all, if you, like, trimmed it up a little bit, because I can't even see in here, and it's, like, hard to get to it, oh. so, first of all, if I have to do a lot of work to get to your vagina, sure. that's a little difficult, so maybe if, like, you are not upkeeping it, maybe consider spending some time on it, okay. and make it you time, do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You what do you what? recommend for that, Dr. Stracy? Like, how should I get rid of my my unsightly hair? Well, I think I would start with like a small pair of scissors, okay. right? And then just kind of like get up to a mirror. So maybe, you know what the first thing you should do is just like straddle a mirror just to see what I'm seeing. So that way you know <laughs> okay. the horror that I'm looking at. But you could start with some trimmers, but I would really bring in a professional for this, honestly. Mm, okay. And another thing you could do to help your self-esteem is to draw a picture of your own vagina. And then you could put that on your refrigerator and you can walk out every day and you could be like, that is my vagina. Okay. And now is, is, am I looking at that to try to feel better about what it looks like or to spot what needs to be changed? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's just like a personal sort of like, you know, like if you're like trying to lose weight or something, you would put like a picture of a skinny person sure. on your... Yeah, it would just be like, put. A, you know what? Why don't you put a picture of Jennifer Aniston's vagina on your fridge? Yeah, could I get that from yeah, you? Yeah, you can totally the... get that. Thank you. Excuse me, I, I, can, do I, can I leave and do I have to have my pants off still? <laughs> I was playing another person. I, was, I just want to jump in and play I'm sorry, I was person. getting totally invested you in were, this. I'm going to draw my vagina <laughs> after this. No, that's pretty good advice, though, Doctor, because uh, I, I, you, you, you need a picture of what you want to achieve. It's like a vision. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, empowering. Yeah. That's why I, I have a tattoo on my penis of a bigger penis. So it's, <laughs> it really inspires me. Now I have questions about that. That's so confusing. Uh, is it is it not completed? Like is it is your where your ends? Does it look like it keeps going? Kevin, they're called tattoo artists for a reason. Three D artist. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but you wouldn't know anything about that because you're a gynecologist, so we don't need to talk I about. I don't know anything dick. about penises. Like nothing. 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 No. Uh, are you in a relationship? Um, no. No. I, I've tried, but like I, you know, I try to like. I try to date, but it's just not working out. Are you I married mean, think, to the job, maybe? Uh, maybe. And I just, like, I don't know. I'm just not finding these guys that are clicking with me, uh, you know? Is it is it because you ridicule their private parts all the time? Or? I never see man's private parts. Oh, so I don't even, maybe it's because I don't understand their private parts. So when I get down there, I'm just like, oh my God. I, don't even know this <laughs> I get a little scared. Like, one time I shrieked, and then I oh, had no. to, like, walk out for a minute, and I was like, I'm sorry. That was just so weird that it was not a vagina. I just right. didn't know what to do. Well, that is fair. That's fair. Yeah. And you know when you shriek near a penis, that all goes right down, right down the urethra and into the you know it's stuck yeah. in the testicles. Well, I hear that some men like it. They like shriek. Yeah, actually, I think mm, that is a thing. True. Yeah, 
I think I think uh, that is a thing, uh, especially with like phone sex. For for uh, for certain people, they like to have like the vibrations from the phone. They put it against their their genitals. Someone screams into the phone, and it vibrates, you know, a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I saw this what? in a movie what? once. What? Yeah, I feel like I, I saw this in a movie once. Dan gets me. I I understand you. <laughs> I don't know if I get you. Is that soft? That is four? deeply personal. That is very personal, and this isn't my time. I don't know why I'm going into this. Um, okay, so uh, not celebrity, not non celebrity clients like J- Jennifer Aniston. You have of course you never you wouldn't you wouldn't say her you and if her I mean I'm not saying it's her <laughs> right I'm just saying it's like if it were her it her would, be would be amazing immaculate. yeah yes. of course uh, and uh, so you've been doing it two years um, how would you pretty say new. I mean, pretty new uh, have you run into any any uh, like running your own practice I mean Matt you're a small business owner at this point I'm assuming mm. like that sounds that sounds like it's a lot of uh, responsibility it is but you know what I don't like need money so it's really not that big a deal I'm really just doing it for the love of it oh, you know wait. so like if things are not going exactly right you know like with taxes and stuff it doesn't really matter like oh. I just like hire people to deal with it okay and they usually clean it up for me I think you know like I think they're working on stuff right now so like it's not oh oh, you that remember, you have the all marble office I remember yeah, <laughs> yeah I okay. do I have marble floors okay. yeah. and a marble practice. staircase I've driven past and a marble uh, statue of myself like oh, right of out course, the front of course yeah. can't miss it it's it's very large it is, it is a big um, statue like dangerous yes like for for for, for I like traffic and whatnot, like you get distracted by it and you almost crash. I mean, that's just me. The Marble <laughs> Temple OBGYN. Yeah, it's very, it is a very distracting. Very distracting. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, it sounds like it's kind of near those fires. Are you safe from the Skirball fire down there? Yes, I did not even notice really that that was happening. And then like people were like, "Oh my God, the world's on fire!" And I was like, "Oh my God, where?" And then so I volunteered my time to actually oh, just nice. like go to shelters and just like look at women's vaginas. <laughs> Do some of your pro bono OBGYN stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's never too late to check out some vaginas. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody's neglecting it when things are on fire, but yeah. like always think about your vagina. That's yeah. my main advice. I mean, if you don't keep it up, it could be a fire hazard, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, a lot like of smoke that, in the air right now. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? There's a lot of problems. I feel like Dan and that bit you guys were doing, the role-playing game, Dan could have been What's a fire a bit? hazard. Yeah, uh, what, bit yeah, is, Kevin, uh, what bit? There was uh, no bit. Uh, it's just life? <laughs> yeah. Just living it? We uh, were talking. Bits are like, it's like a goof. You know goofs? Uh, goofs. Yeah, I think so. It's, a good it's like a goof or a gag. A goof <laughs> oh, or a gag. Oh, like a prank? Oh, yeah. Like, like when you used to call people on the phone and be like, hey, is your refrigerator ready? I used to do that all the time with my friends. Yeah, it was so funny. You know what? My friends think that I should be a comedian because they think I'm like wicked funny. Yeah. Yes. Oh well, maybe I mean, maybe you can get like what you should do is you should go to one of Dan's shows with your bachelorette party. Yeah. And you guys should try to make jokes on top of what he's oh, doing. I was yeah. thinking that. Would you that, like that, Dan? I, if I came to your show and just started like yelling out some ideas like I had for you, just or maybe, you know what? Maybe I could come to you before the show and just like let you know some things that like we all think are funny. So like inside maybe jokes, maybe well. inside and then if I jokes with your friends. And then if I forget them, then just yell out what you told me during the show. Yes. Just to keep it, me is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fact, cool. I didn't know if that was okay or not, but I think it should be because I mean, like, don't you want to know what's funny? Or <laughs> comedians like to pretend like they don't like people interacting, but like that's why we, we all do it. Crave to get into all, a conversation. I love it when I'm derailed by a drunk person screaming nonsense. But, like yeah. that's what we. The do whole for. reason I go on stage by myself with the microphone is so I can interact with other people. <laughs> well, also, I mean, it's just like a bunch of really hot ladies. I mean, who doesn't want yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love right. yelling. Just a bunch of people yelling. I mean, it's hot. <laughs> bunch of people and similarly, uh, similarly. Size dresses, except for one. Well, mine just one. a little bit shorter. Just a little bit shorter. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just to set you apart. I like that. Uh, what, what kind of what kind of stuff uh, would you would you would you yell out at Dan? Like, what kind of joke idea? What do you think is funny? Like, what's a good joke that you would tell him? Well, I think like the other day I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like. 
oh my god I can't eat that I just try to put good things in my body and then I was like but not penises and we both like, <laughs> we both, like did okay. a high yeah, five yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like you're so funny <laughs> is that when she told you to be a comedian uh, no she told me that was like months ago that was like uh, okay. so many months ago because yeah. like I was just like we were in a deli and I was just like I took a straw uh, and I put it like in my ear oh and I was no. like, like making a joke with it. Like, and she's looking at me, she's like, oh my God, you are ridiculous. I can't believe you're doing this in public. It's so random. It's yeah. so it's random. It's so random, right? Oh, it's funny. I don't even know where I That's think of these funny. things. If, if, if all of your friends tell you that you should do comedy, that is a sure sign. <laughs> I also just like feel like I want to and I feel like I'm just like really natural at it. Like even right now talking to you guys, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's so easy to be funny here. I mean, you're killing with us. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're in stitches right now. Absolutely. That's a good, doc- good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know this term, stitches. Stitches. What is that? Uh, <laughs> you remember the movie Lilo and Stitch? Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that. Oh, oh, it's like one of my favorites. Ah, oh, so good, so good. Doctor Tracy, do you ever like work on your comedy with your patients? Um, I mean, I guess it, it depends. Like, you have to kind of fill out your patients because, again, like some of them are super sensitive because their vaginas in their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> but sometimes, you know, like sometimes you build up a rapport and then you're like, "Hey, how's it going down there? Down there? Down there?" You know oh. what I mean? Like, like it's an echo in there, like yeah, that. Like the pussy's so a canyon. But they have to be really cool for yeah, you yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our most people cool with that or do some people do you lose a lot of patients uh i've never had a return patient oh, okay. oh wow so i just have like all new patients oh, that's fine it keeps it fresh it keeps it exciting yeah it is exciting because i mean who wants to stare at the same vagina over and over again all the time right hey talk, hey d- d- <laughs> tell my wife hey, tell my wife hey, you know what i'm saying <laughs> i didn't even mean it like that sorry Trish. you are funny wow you should do comedy. that's pretty funny that's pretty funny <laughs> uh, so uh, what's in store for the future are you uh you said you said you have a lot of money this is not from your Well, practice. I didn't mean it like to sound like no, uh, no, no, you no. guys don't and you guys are less people than me. Oh, we don't. <laughs> but I mean... And we feel that way. <laughs> I just like grew up with money. You know, oh, like, so it's just been around. So it's just for the love of the practice that I do it. But also I've been thinking lately that maybe there should be like a reality TV show with me as a star. Uh, and it's just like Dr. Stracy Vagina Whisperer. That's oh, my thing for the name. What do you guys think good. about? That's pretty good. That's Vagina good. Whisperer. Uh, a little a little racy for network TV. I don't know if they'd let that well, be in the title. Maybe maybe uh maybe FXX. <laughs> Well, I was thinking that, like, what if we just, like, showed a bunch of vaginas that mm. I'm, like, working on? You don't, like, show the faces, but you just show the vaginas, and then, like, me working. And then, like, everybody sees vaginas so much that they're, like, desensitized to seeing vaginas. And then it's like, oh, I don't want to rape anymore. Like, what's oh, that? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, if that's what it takes, that's probably, that I would mean, probably work, yeah. like, now that I think about it. I believe they do say yeah. that that is a crime of clinically examining the vagina. I that's <laughs> what they explain. Not a power thing. They want to see it. <laughs> they want to see it, and like in a re- from a real medical perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really get involved. Yeah. And, uh, that's why speculum porn is. So that's popular, what, yeah, right? that's the yeah. word I was thinking. I was trying to think of that. Time only, only in this room. Time uh, Warner. Spe- <laughs> 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 is that the episode title? <laughs> I mean, it brought everything to a screeching halt. So I guess yeah. that's the same the episode Time title. Time Warner. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so you want to get a show? Let's pitch some. Let's let's try to think of some alternate alt titles though. Because what when you, you don't go like in, my title? I like. It, but it's good to have a few when you go to a pitch meeting. I've thought about but doing But I already a pitch have a pitch one, meeting so. like next week because oh, I'm my shit. friend is a producer, so oh, I'm just like going into this network. Oh, okay. and, uh, did so you just... guys like do you guys go into network meetings? Uh, yeah, pretty much like most most of the time, yeah. I've been to like three of them because I just have like random ideas, yeah. you know, sometimes. Like the, the straw like, in the ear, that was the yeah, pilot. I did, yeah, I did go in with that. I was yeah. like, hey, what if I was like standing somewhere and I put a straw in my I ear? I heard some talk about like, that oh, in variety. Really 
<laughs> I heard that got picked up for a six episode arc. <laughs> it was right. a web series, web but series, we didn't yeah. like we didn't end up making it. Yeah, but it was on Funny or Die or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, it I mean, maybe. Might as well been, I don't even yeah. remember honestly. Fair enough. Uh, but you know, maybe we could th- think of some other uh, vagina other- wolf. Who's afraid of vagina? Who's wolf? afraid oh. of vagina wolf? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy that you said that because my spirit animal is actually a wolf. <laughs> oh, oh, you're the only one I've met that's like that. <laughs> Isn't that that's nuts? fascinating. Now I understand why you have a giant wolf on your shirt and also wolf earrings and also wolf pants. Yeah, and also I am part wolf. Oh, like, you're part I didn't know wolf. if you guys see it when I came in, but like in my soul, like I I show world wolf oh. to the world. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if the wolf accessories were accessories or that was you. So I was that's really actually me. Okay. Okay. That's just like me every day. I do really love in your doctor. Office, you have that throw me to the wolves and I'll come back leading the pack quote just painted on the whole wall. That's a really nice just touch. in red dripping paint. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I know you'd been there. Yeah, no, yeah. It actually, went viral. Someone took it. I got one of your, maybe Jennifer Aniston. I brought my. Yeah, I brought. I brought a girl. I'm seeing. I, I can't. I signed oh, you've an NDA. Been. I can't you've say been, what her name you've is. You've been to her. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Um. Well, let's just say. <laughs> let's just say it's not this person. Let's just but. say we started out as really good friends. Ooh. I was trying to think of any other actress's name from that show, and I, I drew a blank. So Courtney Cox, That's Lisa Kudrow, and Phoebe. Thank you, thank oh, yeah, you. Phoebe. Well, I know their characters. Aisha Tyler was on it. Was she really? Mm-hmm. Oh well, fuck me, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that is a, that is a good quote, though. That's kind of how you embody everything. Uh, I mean, you 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 really embody that in your work. I feel like your wolf uh, wolf ways into your in your OBGYN work. <laughs> I mean, I try to, and like sometimes you know, like I'll do that joke with a like echo, but I'll just be like a. Like that. And they're like, and then people will probably have questions. They're yeah. probably like, why are you doing this? What's happening? Well, I think why they all just filmed? like know that I'm a wolf, so they like accept it when I do it, you know? Like, usually I don't have to tell people, but maybe it's because you guys are guys and you don't have like intuition, you right. know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so let's workshop some titles here. What do we got? We got Who's Afraid of Vagina Wolf? Which well, I like. going to go with Just uh, Vagina Wolf, because that's like shorter. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know, but like gravity is better for comedy. <laughs> gravity is. Gravity, gravity is the gravity soul. Gravity is the soul of what? <laughs> <laughs> gravity is the soul of what? I think Shirk Spot said that. Uh, <laughs> well, if we're going to go with uh, Jennifer Janiston, what about yeah. a, a long came pussy? Oh. oh. Like Keeping up with the times, we could do uh, OBGYLOL. Uh, Ooh. Yes, or OMGYN. Yeah. yeah. That's, not, that's not bad. But I'm not an OBGYN. Do you guys know the difference between OBGYN and a gynecologist? Nope, apparently no. not. I googled it earlier. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just to figure out what to put on your business card that you gave us, because I saw a lot of your business cards that were crossed out and then wrote gynecologist and sharpie next to OBGYN. Well, because I just thought it was like way better to say I was an OBGYN because yeah. I wouldn't giggle when I said it. So right. like it's not for a while sounding. I would just say that, and then people were like, "That's not really what you are," because like people would call my office and I'd be like, right. "No, I don't do like baby stuff. Get that out of my face." <laughs> you know. So that's like the difference. One yeah, does like. Right. Baby things. Oh, so no like obst- pregnancy obstetrician thing. for you. That is not part of No, me. I just like pass those. I'm like, oh, you're pregnant. Get out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a show title. Girl Nicologist. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Got, uh, <laughs> there will be blood. Oh, is that well, a period joke? Uh, <laughs> I think it's a. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a Paul Thomas Anderson joke, or both. That's an oil joke. It's an oil joke. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that. I don't think we should go with that one, just because I think a copyright infringement is going to be oh, tricky. Right, right. But also, 
you want people to come to your practice <laughs> if there will be blood you know you know that's a that's a weird that's a weird you know premonition or oh, yeah, oil especially like if it's I'm like hurting them yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. and then you know with your you know everyone knows you're a wolf it's on your business right. card as well like I might bite them yeah you mm-hmm. might bite them you yeah. might bite them you might yell in their pussies no there's a lot of things that could happen you know wolves aren't that aggressive unless that's you true. like mess with their young that's true well I saw the gray and as far as I'm concerned that's every wolf so I guess maybe that's ignorant on my part but uh Nobody saw the gray. <laughs> right. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun one. Uh, anyone else got Dan? Do you have any show? Any other show idea names? Show idea names. I'm show racking, idea names. I'm racking my show idea names. No, I. Uh, I like think. I like brev- bravity is the soul of Watts. Oh, I, I like that. that. Yeah, that doesn't make soul of Watts. What about bravity is the soul of twat? Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Go. I like that. All right, well, we got a show. Um, cool. So you're going to be pitching this <laughs> next week. It sounded like. Yeah, I'm going in next week. I got an appointment on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Okay, well, I know you've been, <laughs> I know you've been uh, an appointment, medical term. Yeah, uh, I know, uh, I know you've been to a couple of these uh, meetings before, but maybe we could, uh, maybe we, me, Matt, and Dan could play network executives, and you could kind of give us your pitch, and we could like see how that plays out. Oh we my could do god, a practice I don't run. even know if I'm ready. That's uh, so scary. We'll be fine. We we don't bite, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not network executives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to stare at a, a spectrum. Never mind. Oh my god, that makes me so nervous. No, no, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Let's okay. let's try it out. Let's try okay, it out. Okay, I'll try. It. I'll oh, try. thank you, uh, Miss Jenkins. Thank you for, uh, for meeting us here at 10 a.m. on you Tuesday. You call me Stacy. It's Wednesday, okay. actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, it's it's 11 o'clock. Also, we're not network, network executives. We're all chefs. Uh, no, uh, uh, meatball. Th- me- oh, sorry, it's just <laughs> fully work. Uh, so uh, we hear we understand you have a new uh, uh, reality TV series that you'd like to pitch to our network, uh, TLC. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking. Um, well, what I do is I'm a gynecologist. I'm already so- laughing. I love it. <laughs> It's not a comedy. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. It's a it's more like a real life documentary series about a gynecologist me. Mm. I would be the star, Dr. Stracy. Mm. Uh, that's my name. And I would just look at, you know, vaginas all day and okay. we would show the vaginas. We wouldn't show the faces of the people that come in, but it show like me interacting with the vaginas right. and it would just be like both informative and then also you get to like know me and then you could follow me around my life because because, like I do crazy things all day and I see like crazy people and all my friends are nuts you know and they can be like the side characters yeah, on the show yeah, certainly so I just think that the world needs a show about vaginas yeah I have a pitch for you are you married to the name who's afraid of vagina wolf no actually I hate that one okay <laughs> because Dr. Strace love may oh, hmm. be uh, it's if it's going to be focusing on you and not just the vaginas with no faces attached to them, <laughs> which is a, a metaphor that runs a little too deep. <laughs> yeah. We're not trying to do anything. We're not an AMC, okay? But where We're does not the love to... come in, I guess? Where does the, Where is the love? Well, that's what it, it's also... Uh, well, you wait, have no, passion wait, hold on. your work. Uh, well, it's also it's my network executive for <laughs> some fucking fat. Harvey Weinstein, what do you think about this? <laughs> So, but you're going to be looking for a boyfriend when you're not looking at vaginas. That's maybe, or maybe it could be like one of those things where I find out I don't need a boyfriend because like vaginas fulfill me. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I have one question to, uh, if you got to go on to the thing, uh, network executive Bill like Cosby, you don't yeah, like I me, don't what? Know. This is all I can do now. Nobody Kill Bosby. wants to see my face. <laughs> I'm Kill Bosby. <laughs> I like the idea about the vaginas not attached to the face, but is there any way that you could, you could, uh, make these, uh, you put a, uh, this, this bit's not going well. I'm gonna uh, go, I'm gonna go back hey, home it's, now. it's me, Brett Rapp. Ratner. Will that skirt be that short on oh the show? Oh my god, you noticed. You did notice my skirt. Um, yes. I always wear short skirts. Especially well, I was going to talk squatting. about the skirt as well, but I didn't think of it fast enough. And I'm you know, glad I, know that you that I don't know what you're doing, but I understand the sexual harassment that you're bringing at me right now. Oh, and right. I just want to tell you that I'm not that kind of girl. I just enjoy my own legs. <laughs> Well, I'm fine with that. Like a strong, independent woman, I think this is what this network needs. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey, and if I assault you, it's okay because I'm gay. <laughs> well, now we're just getting direct. All right, um, <laughs> well, we should probably go to a break after that. Amazing! I think you're going to sell this thing. I really have faith Thank in you. you. I'm, I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch. I'd yeah. watch that. I'd watch that. Hi- Kooky hijinks, faceless vaginas. <laughs> there's the t- there's the tagline. Like we the- could like draw a face on some of the vaginas oh, too, if they're okay with that. So it'd be like a face on a vagina, so that like humanizes it. You yeah. know. So people want to oh, do less crime to Yeah, it. I'd like to see that, like, googly eyes, like two googly eyes Yeah, on like the top. something just yeah. funny or fun or, like, maybe crying. Groucho like, glasses. Like teardrop, Ooh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, some, so, so teardrop tattoos on Yeah, like, maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe, like, Matt's oh. tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think a vagina has to kill a cop to get that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's true. I think in order to actually accurately get the the tattoo, and the we tattoo. can tell, and we'll be yeah. able to tell if anybody comes look, in and they look fresh meat, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I just realized if you put googly eyes above a, like a penis, it just looks like a muppet. <laughs> it was Gonzo it's specifically. Gonzo, yeah. I thought it was the Philly fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Be. Uh, that long callback. Well, uh, we're going to do a quick break here. We'll be back with one more segment here with Dan Dupril and Doctor, and also showrunner and actress. Maybe. Uh, Tracy Jenkins. We'll be back after that. We'll, go. we'll just do all our plugs as Cosby <laughs> and see who can, who shows up at whose show. Uh, hey, we're back. Uh, what is it? Plug time? What do you think? Yeah, let's plug it up. All right, cool. Well, we're going to start here. Uh, this episode is coming out on the 14th, I believe. December 14th? Is that sure. right? That sounds right. December 14th, Dan Dupriel, what would you like the people to know about online or otherwise? Uh, Twitter, at Dan Dupriel. That is D-A-P-R-I-L-E. And on Instagram, it's Danny Dupriel. Ooh. Who, because someone... some asshole took Dan Dupriel on Instagram. I don't you... get it. Oh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Matt Bruzzo. It's just, it's, just, uh, it's just one of Matt's alt accounts where he just reposts... <laughs> <laughs> He reposts uh, Pepe the Frog memes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that broke me too fast. Uh, yeah, uh, any any uh, stuff coming up in 2018 you want the people to know about? I mean, who yeah. knows? Post-holiday I, shows? No, no. I mean, I'm doing a show at the Hollywood Hotel getting ooh. recorded on the 21st. Like you said, ooh, like that's... Oh, no, no. It's, <laughs> the room uh, is, is... Charles Disney and uh, Charles Sarah Disney Dorfman. And Sarah Dorfman are yeah, doing... Uh, Maybe we'll go to that one. Yes, yeah, you guys, you guys uh, should... For, for a taping? Oh, you gotta great. go yeah. for a taping. That would be good, right? Because yeah. it would be like a good, loud audience. Yeah. <laughs> then you can get on tape too. Yeah. You can... 
I could I could use heckler destroys. <laughs> I mean, comedian destroys heckler. It would be heckler alt right comedian. comedian destroys. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets rebranded as a, as an alt right like, thing. Destroys <laughs> libcuck female <laughs> college educated doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they would yeah. love it. Alt right comedian bombs, then shoots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody leaves. Uh, yeah, so everybody go to that show and definitely be as loud as you can when you go thanks. to that show. Jeez, uh, thanks. No, you get a good tape. You out can of it. you can honestly you can see me. At the other door mic every Tuesday yeah. night at around eleven thirty. Hell yeah! <laughs> you guys have a mic? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> not telling you about it. <laughs> Why not? Oh, because you're too fun. Okay. You're too much fun. Okay. I, no, I'll tell you off. Is air. there somewhere where I could like look up where open mics are? Yeah, if you go to the comedybureau.com, you yeah. could uh, find a lot of open mics. No, go to Bad Slava. Yeah, go to Bad Slava. <laughs> yeah, go uh, bad I believe Slava. they're called open mics, though, right? So, open yeah. microphones. Okay. If you're looking no. to get stage time, just Google open mics or comedy and just go to places and just start taking mics from people. You know, just get out there, get the get the jokes out there. Executives love it when you've got a stand-up background, so that yeah. could help. That could help with the pitch. No matter who you are, actor, yeah. musician, librarian, just start doing comedy yeah, just, because that's what people want. Take take comedy classes mm-hmm. to just supplement your life. They mm-hmm. always say, comedy first, other things later. Yeah, They never exactly. say, oh, you're an actor, go do five minutes somewhere, put it on tape, and we'll pretend you get other things. <laughs> they never say that. Uh, that's true. Uh, Dan, anything else you want to plug? Uh no, just have a Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, and other holidays as well. Yeah. So. No, no, no. <laughs> None of just Christmas. Just Christmas. There is just a war. Christmas. We didn't get to talk about the war on Christmas at all. We had Dan DePrilier and everything. Uh, I'm ready done. to fight it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm armed and ready. Um. <laughs> Decorated veteran of the war on Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Tracy Jenkins. Uh, obviously, we got this pilot. Uh, I'm assuming it's already going to be picked up by the time this episode comes out. Um, so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, what else you got going on that you'd like the people to know about? Online when Come out on uh, the, 14th? the 17th. For, for, right? 14th. What did I say last time? 14th? I was thinking about my show date. That's the 17th. Yes, well, 14th. Well, I'd like to say happy birthday to my gay best friend, John. Happy Yay! birthday, John. <laughs> oh, all right. We all stopped at the same time. That was very eerie. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, John. Um, and uh, you can go to my website. It's uh, drstracywolf.com, which mm-hmm. is kind of confusing because there's actually a Dr. Wolf that's also a gynecologist, and people oh. think that that's not me. I'm Dr. Stracy Wolf. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you can set up uh, an appointment. I'm pretty much free all week this week, so if you need one like stat, you can come in anytime. That's and I'll just be like chilling there. Hell yeah. Just go in there, just go in there, you know, get ready for some zingers. Uh, she's got she's got quips, especially if you're ready for some zingers. Yeah, yeah, but buzz, zingers, buzz. zingers is a medical term in this, <laughs> in this one. Yeah, it's important. That's where the "there will be blood" part yeah. comes in. <laughs> uh, cool, uh, Matt. What's going on with you? Uh, nothing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Capital City INC Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, uh, our our good friend Leah K. Janian, oh, yeah. great comedian. She's got she's uh, got shows. I don't know yeah. what her handles are, but I know how to spell her last name. Yeah. If yeah. That helps. She's got a sweet shirt. Is of she herself. funny? She's so funny. Oh, I heard you'd she's love a her. Bitch. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's no. kind of why she's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she's one of those girls. You're like, oh, you're mad all the time. You must be quirky. You know, like <laughs> I don't like girls like that. Uh, you like, like you've been smiling this whole time. By the way, I got to say that's even that's when we're because talking... I'm like a smiling, pleasant person. I don't understand why you have to walk around and look angry all the time. But even when we were talking about sexual harassment you were still <laughs> ear to ear grins yeah. positive vibes I got you and Leah, vibes. Leah it should be said is one of the best roast battlers oh, I think yeah. in LA and oh, so yeah. I think maybe that Stracy so mean Stracy you should maybe try to like roast you your you know patients. what maybe I will put her in her place because she doesn't need to be mean like that you don't even know <laughs> who she is well I don't like her name you don't like Honestly, her name 
It sounds Armenian. <laughs> well, are you are you an Armenian genocide denier by I'm any chance? I'm just a little Turkish. <laughs> just a little bit Turkish. Just a little bit Turkish on my mom's side and my dad's side. Fair, <laughs> Fair enough. Got it. Asked and answered. Uh, cool. So yeah, everyone should check out uh, Leah on uh, the roast, roast battle. I think she's on season one or two of the show. I Can believe. it be both? Can it be both? I don't know. Ask her. <laughs> Fully, she was here. Uh, what about you, Matt? You got a Twitter handle? Yeah, Kevin C. NC, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, as far as I things go, I things go. <laughs> Boy, it's almost the end of the episode. Uh, December 17th, I'll be at the Wake and Bake Comedy Show at Wake and Bake in North Hollywood's Weed Stop. I'll be high sure. there in the You'll audience. be there. Yeah, you'll be stoned. Yeah. Oh, you should come to that show, too. Stay, Which one is this? Oh, it's at a weed store. You smoke? You puff? Oh, I'm you sorry. Puff? That's a little... I don't do drugs. You don't puff? Mm. I don't do drugs. Uh, you mm-hmm. just drink a lot. I don't drink a lot. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I drink I don't know like how a regular I just amount. That. I drink like five drinks every two nights. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. You just get day to recover, etc. Yeah, yeah. uh, so yeah, I guess we won't see you there, but that's fine. Uh, there'll be a bunch of other high people there. It'll be great. Uh, December 20th, I'm going to be in Ventura doing a show with Artie Lopez. Uh, nice. I don't remember the venue name, but I'll say that next week because that'll be the last episode it's we drop. one building the still standing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be breathing in toxic fumes in Ventura on the 20th, so uh, come check me out there in my gas mask. Other than that, KB Anderson, yo, Twitter and Instagram, BleakPod on Twitter, uh, Stitcher, review, rate, subscribe. Subscribe. iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Facebook.com slash Bleak and Review. Hey, send us a nice holiday message and give us five stars, you know? Yeah. Let us know Let us know uh, what your favorite sports-related injury from a fan to a player is. And uh, leave that <laughs> nice. in the comments. That'd be fun. Uh, other than that, um, Dan Dupriel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Stracy Jenkins, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I think we're all going to make it, guys. We're all going to make it because of this pitch. I feel like it's all going to go. Uh, Matt? How do you feel? Oh, dandy. Nice. Episode end? Yeah. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Dandy. 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 Dandy.